Today is Thursday, June 15, 2023. GOP lawmakers question who gave Joe Biden $10 million in 2017? It's the whodunit. My two-year-old could figure it out. Lauren Boebert joins the show to talk about just filed articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. Bribery is one of those pesky little things the Constitution says you can impeach a president for. And Mitt Romney's Senate challenger, Trent Staggs, also joins the show. Stacked, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. What what do you want your grill to look like this summer? Okay, and I'm not talking about the golden grill that Joe Biden uh, has bought with all of the dirty Ukrainian cash sitting around in the trunk of his Corvette. I'm talking about your grill with fire underneath it, flames and animal meat on top of it. It should look high and full and bloody and it should be delicious and sizzle because you are an American and you want real, actual American meat. Do you know that the vast majority of U.S. pork produced in this company country comes from one company and it's owned by the Chinese. You don't want none of that China pork. You want real American meat. Moink delivers actual, real, grass-fed, grass-finished beef and lamb, pasteurized pork and chicken, sustainable, wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. Thanks for selling us Alaska, Russia. Boy, that was a great deal. Moink farmers farm like our grandparents did. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Moink meat tastes like it should because the family farm does it better. With Moink... And you can see it there on the screen. This is my Moink box that I got. It was delicious. I made dinner for my family two weekends ago. And ladies and gentlemen, it was a tasty, tasty treat. Go to Moink, spelled M-O-I-N-K, box.com slash Benny. Moinkbox.com slash Benny and get sizzling. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is sizzling. I got something for you. I got something for you, and we're going to trim the fat. We're going to stop with the uh, meat metaphors here. But it's so bloody, and it's freaking good. Ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and take a look at the old unclassified document that I had before you. Here's an unclassified document for you. It didn't come from Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago bathroom, and it didn't come from Joe Biden's Corvette tire tracks. This came from a little telephone call where Donald Trump was talking with a guy you may know him. His name's Zelensky. It was the old president of Ukraine before Joe Biden decided to launch a war in order to get rid of the evidence of his corruption, you see. This is the full readout. You can just scroll through it. Happy to read you I'm happy to read it for you, and I, I will actually. But inside of this call, which all of it has been unclassified, all of it, you can scroll down. It's five pages, document. This was released by the White House. And Donald Trump says in this call that he would really like for Zelensky to have a look into how the hell a prosecutor was fired in his country by his predecessor because it seems like America was involved in some type of major corruption scandal there. And ain't nobody want corruption in their government, you see. And so me, Donald Trump, I'm going to ask you, as my buddy who wants to fight corruption in the deep state or whatever inside of the government, I'm going to ask you to look into it. Do you mind? Here on page three, the, the uh, page four, actually, the top of page four, Rudy very much knows what's happening. I'm quoting to you exactly from, exactly from Donald Trump here. Uh, I heard you had a prosecutor who was very good and he was shut down. It's really unfair, Donald Trump said. Then moving on in, at the, that's the bottom of page three and then moving on to page four. Uh, uh, if you could speak with him, that would be great. The former ambassador to the United States, the woman, uh, tells me that Ukraine had some bad news. And I just want to let you know. The other thing, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, Hunter that Biden stopped the prosecution and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general, that'd be great. Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, sounds horrible to me. ding a ling a ling a ling That's the sound of another nickel going into the Trump was right jar. Check it out. This is the the call. 
This is the perfect call. We looked into it this morning. We dug it all out. This was what they impeached Donald Trump for. This call, you can read it in black and white. Read it and weep, you scum. Not you. Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, all these people who just lie for a living, these bootlickers who said that Donald Trump was, Donald Trump was trying to push conspiracy theories. Donald Trump was trying to destroy our democracy. These people, these mentally ill goblins, these mutants, they read this and they said, hot damn, hot damn. Guy's got us. He's got us. And our only hope in 2020 election is this old bag of worms, this Muppet, Joe Biden. So we got to protect this guy. They figured it out. They got us and they got Obama too, because Obama's the guy who ordered this. Obama's the person who allowed all this to happen under his watch. Joe Obama was the freaking president, man. So if they get Joe Biden, if they get Obama's vice president, man, they're going to come for the king. They're going to go after, they're going to finally say like, okay, who, who held up the money? How much did Obama know? Now you're asking real questions. How much did Hillary know? Now you're asking real questions. Why was Joe Biden so confident that he could walk into Ukraine and just start demanding money from oligarchs? Well, because he knew that Hillary Clinton was going to be president. Did Hillary know about this? Well, now you're asking questions. Did Hillary's uh, soon-to-be Department of Justice know about this? Peter Strzok, James Comey? Did, how, how much did they know about Joe Biden's corruption? They sure as hell hid it from all of us for years. And Donald Trump knew about it. And Donald Trump was trying to find out. This is the phone call. This is the comments I read to you directly from the transcript. So that's what Donald Trump said. Donald Trump said, hey, this was a perfect phone call. My call was perfect. The president yesterday of Ukraine said there was no pressure put on him whatsoever, none whatsoever. And he said it loud and clear for the press. What these guys are doing, Democrats, are doing to this country is a disgrace, and it shouldn't be allowed. Donald Trump said, you got to, there was a prosecutor in your country that was good, and he was fired because the Bidens didn't want them looking into their business deals. And then... Some little fat rat on Donald Trump's national security staff, this guy, went ahead and leaked this call. This guy. How much has this guy been paid? How much has this guy been paid? He went and testified in Donald Trump's impeachment that Donald Trump was trying to make the world a more dangerous place. How much did this guy get paid by the Joe Biden deal in Ukraine? How much of this was necessitated and created by Mr. Ukraine expert, Mr. Dual citizenship, Mr. I'm going to go serve in the Ukrainian forces, except for when Ukraine's at literal war. I haven't seen this guy rolling up to the front line with a box of Krispy Kremes. No, Lieutenant Colonel Bearclaw here uh, is sitting safely in the United States of America Not on the front lines, but boy, damn it. Was he on the front lines in the impeachment effort for Donald Trump? Saying that Donald Trump was trying to pressure Ukraine and doing do, 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 thing. Oh man, it's really bad. Donald Trump is trying to pressure political favors out of Ukraine. He was quid pro quoing Ukraine. He was trying to do bribery. He was trying to hold up money. You live inside of a fake world. You live inside of a fantasy world. These people. What, the iron law of the modern day fascistic left is whatever they are guilty of, they will accuse you of doing. And that is what they did here to Donald Trump. And it's a damn shame that we don't have the capacity to fight harder on our side, that we don't have more rock ribbed, sane people on our side to say, whoa, 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 that whoa, whoa, this entire narrative is bullshit. It was Joe Biden holding up money in Ukraine, American taxpayer dollars. And it was Joe Biden who was bribing the Ukrainians. In fact, we actually have the officials who got bribed now turning on Joe Biden. 
It was worth going back into the uh, little annals of history here in order to see what these people did. How they've warped and turned it around. These sick, vicious people. Whew. We'll see if there's justice in this life, ladies and gentlemen. Check this out from The Federalist this morning. The Bidens coerced Bursama to pay $10 million in bribes, says FBI source published a few minutes ago. Oh, my. Bursama founder, Makola Zofleski, wasn't far from the mark when he said that it would take 10 years to unravel the complex payment path that led to Joe Biden. Oh, my. The Bidens allegedly coerced a foreign national to pay them $10 million in bribes, according to an individual familiar with the investigation into the FBI's handling of the FD-1023 confidential human source report. What, if anything, agents did to investigate these explosive claims remain unknown. However, sources are telling the Federalists that the FBI continues to stonewall. Senator Chuck Grassley revealed that the foreign national had recordings of the Bursama founder, the Ukrainian Bursama oligarch, 17 recordings, in fact, implicating Joe Biden in the pay-to-play. 15 of those audio recordings were with Hunter, and two of them were with Joe Biden. Does the FBI have those recordings? Hmm. The Federalists now learned that the FD-1023 reports that the confidential human source was saying that the Bidens coerced the Ukrainian oligarch into paying the bribes. He didn't come to them trying to give them money. This is Ukraine. This is like a third world country. And that is $10 million sitting around. That's a huge chunk of change. No, the Bidens said you will pay this. They coerced him. Sources familiar with the investigation also explain the context of the statements and that the context further bolsters the confidential human sources reporting. The FD-1023 from June 30th, 2020. Remember, the FBI had this. The FBI had this information directly after Donald Trump's impeachment attempt for asking Zelensky to look into this. And while Joe Biden was running against Donald Trump. Confidential human source summarized in earlier meetings that he had with the Ukrainian oligarch, the guy in charge of Bursma. According to the confidential human source with the FBI, a guy that has been paid by the FBI because his information is so accurate, it was 2015 to 2016 timeframe. The confidential human source was providing advice to the Bursma head owner to stay away from the Bidens. After Trump defeated Hillary in 2016, the confidential human source was aware that Bursma board of director was furious. He was furious because he thought that Donald Trump's victory meant that there would be an investigation and would reveal his payments to the Biden family, which included $5 million to Hunter and $5 million to Joe Biden. According to the confidential human source, the Burzma executive bemoaned the situation, claiming the Bidens had coerced him into paying the bribes. Confidential human source responded that he hoped that the Burzma board of directors had taken precautions to protect himself. And he said that the details taken to pay Joe Biden would take 10 years to unravel. Well, what's the date now? It's the year 2023. These payments were in 2015. Damn right. Damn right. Hot damn. And here they are unraveling before us. There were audio recordings of the conversation that he had made with Joe and Hunter Biden, and he kept them as an insurance policy. Whole Lee Cannoli, ladies and gentlemen. This is how it all worked. We now have the full picture. The leaks are coming out fast and furious about what's going on here, and it's pretty simple. Joe Biden, as vice president, thought, this is my last shot. They stopped me from running for president. Hillary Clinton's going to get it. So I better establish, I better use the gravitas of my position to establish some cash for my grandkids right now. The Clintons got a pretty good thing going on over here with the Global Clinton Initiative, so I might as well start my own dime store version of it. What's a what's a backwater third world country that I can start getting some cash out of and extorting? Ukraine. That's why Joe Biden was begging Barack Obama for the Ukraine file. Joe Biden was in charge of policy in Ukraine. And that's why 
all of the evidence points to Joe Biden getting the guy fired, Victor Shokin. He's the prosecutor. The guy that Donald Trump's asking about, the ethical prosecutor getting the guy fired because he was investigating his kid's business. That's what happened. That was the deal. That was the money. That's where the money came from. $5 million to Hunter, $5 million to Joe. Boom. And, you know, curiously, very interesting here, lawmakers questioned who gave Joe Biden's corporation nearly $10 million in 2017 because of his taxes. <laughs> Republican lawmakers are demanding transparency to Joe Biden regarding his 2017 tax returns in which the entity Celtic Capri Corp, Celtic is the name that the Secret Service used for Joe Biden. You can see it in Hunter Biden's laptop. Hey, Celtic is paying for this. The credit card that Hunter Biden used to buy crack and hookers in the Bel Air Hilton. The, the Secret Service is texting him like, don't use this credit card. It's connected to Celtic, meaning it's connected to Joe Biden. Hookers and blow on Joe Biden's credit card. Celtic Corp is one of those special little corporations that the Bidens used to launder money through. And it listed a $10 million payout in 2017. Oh, where could that be from? Uh, Joe Biden, I want ten million dollars. Who paid it? Who paid it? Well, it's pretty easy, ladies and gentlemen, to figure it out. You just got to connect the old dots. Some of the dots are easily connected for us because one, we have literal video of Joe Biden uh, demanding that a prosecutor be fired. On a phone call, correction, audio of Joe Biden demanding that the prosecutor be fired. Can't play this clip enough. Here's the Ukrainian president at the time. His name is Poroshenko. Uh, going to Joe Biden and groveling and saying, yes, I have fired the prosecutor as you asked me to do. I don't know why. This was an ethical man. There was nothing wrong with him, but I demanded his resignation. And Joe Biden going, yeah, yeah, got it. Good. The second positive news for you. Yesterday, I met meet with the general prosecutor, Shokin. Yes. And despite of the fact that we didn't have any corruption charges, we don't have any information about the, he doing something wrong, I especially asked him, no, it was the day before yesterday, I especially asked him to resign. In, uh, as a, his, uh, position as a state person and despite of the fact that he has the support in the parliament and as a finish of my meeting with him he promised me to give me the statement on, on resignation and one hour ago he brought me the written uh, statement of his resignation. Great. And this is my second step for keeping my promises. I agree. Great. So this is, of course, an audio recording that nobody has ever questioned the authenticity of, but you'll never hear it played anymore. Why would that be? Why won't they play that audio? There's an entire, this is like 20 minutes of audio of Joe Biden talking to Ukraine's president that was dropped. We don't know who recorded it, but we can hear Joe Biden demanding, demanding that bank records get deleted, that oligarchs get kicked out of the country. The full mop-up cleanup job, this family was in panic attack when Donald Trump won. Why would Joe Biden on his final days of being vice president, be furiously on the phone with oligarchs in Ukraine, demanding favors, pushing policy, demanding that people get their account bank accounts deleted. You have it all on the tapes. Maybe we'll do an entire show and just breaking down these secret recordings. We might as well do it because we're going to hear apparently the secret recordings of Joe Biden with the Ukrainian oligarchs soon. 
Steve Scalise and House leadership has promised to release them. But you don't need to hear them. You've already heard Joe Biden, dumb, old, jack wagon, bragging. You've seen the tape over and over again, bragging. He got him fired. Luckily, the guy's dumb enough to brag about it. Luckily, the guy's dumb enough to have it all on tape. So what happens next? Now that all this demonstrable evidence has been stacked up to the ceiling, what happens next? Well, smart people in the Republican caucus are finally getting on message, finally getting information and saying we need a special counsel. This is what looks, these are the kind of people who look into these kind of things. The greatest critical error inside of the Donald Trump first term was not being strong enough on these points. The greatest critical error on Donald Trump's first term was trying to play kumbaya with the Satanists and the individuals who wish to destroy him and us. You do not parlay with these people. It's them or us. And now it's now now look what they're doing to Trump. For his for for his troubles. And so Donald Trump, according to some of the closest people in his network, people who are close with us, was like, yo, they just wanted the country to heal. He didn't want to go flames on against these guys. Nope. The time to appoint a special counsel was the first term of Trump. And it should have been the special counsel looking into Hillary Clinton's global initiative, what the Clintons were doing in Haiti with all the sex trafficking. Should have been looking directly into every person that's ever met Jeffrey Epstein. That should have been a special counsel. And you should have done a special counsel here. You shouldn't have been on the phone with Zelensky. You should have actually just done a special counsel and forced them to drink the medicine. Now Republicans are calling for a special counsel to look into Joe Biden. because Clearly, Joe Biden's own Justice Department is incapable of holding the man into account. This is, these are people who work for Joe Biden. These are regime minions, regime rats that run our Justice Department. Merrick Garland is a deeply broken individual, a maniac, a radical, a vicious man, driven and bent entirely, warped, a warped, vicious little man, an anti-Christian hating recluse who is tortured day and night, goes to sleep sweating, wakes up sweating, night sweats, night terrors, because Donald Trump's election cost him his Supreme Court seat, and that was what he had spent his entire life trying to get, and he'll never have it. Oops, like the, the meme with the, the meme with the fishing pole. You almost had it. And now this man is out here to get revenge against the person that cost him the thing he's always wanted. Merrick Garland cannot be trusted to implement or execute the law against the guy that he serves, Joe Biden. That's the purpose of a special counsel. It's supposed to be apolitical and outside of the uh, institutions and outside of the political pressures of an administration. And Republicans, smart ones, are calling for a new special counsel to be created to look into this. Obviously, this is the line. This must happen. Go. Three Republican senators now calling for a special counsel to investigate claims a Burisma executive bribed then-Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter following claims the Ukrainian businessman kept recorded conversations as an insurance policy described in an FBI 1023 form. Senator Marsha Blackburn saying the DOJ so far hasn't acted and the FBI withheld information from lawmakers. They are making that choice to redact this. They came before us and had different versions of this story. They're shielding the Bidens. We need this special counsel. So far, no response from the Biden White House as the president stays mum on his predecessor's indictment. I turned all my notes in. <laughs> but... And that and that's not a reference to the president, the former president. Republicans are decrying a double standard of justice, pointing to former President Trump's arrest and no action yet in the separate special counsel probe over Biden's mishandling of classified documents. Congresswoman Nancy Mace going so far as to say you are watching a sitting president use his DOJ to put his top political rival in jail. In jail, of course, they are. Ted Cruz is one of those great fighters in the Senate. He's done a good job. I like Ted Cruz a lot. He's a friend of the show. He had the deputy director of the FBI in front of him this week, and he did not disappoint. Watch. 
whistleblower brought to light the existence in the FBI of a report, an FD-1023, in which the informant alleges that President Biden and his family members engaged in a $5 million bribery scheme during his time as vice president. Deputy Director Abadi, is it true that the FBI has a report making those allegations? Uh, I'm not going to comment on that, Senator. And why is that? I'm just not going to comment on uh, information we received, investigations. Or you owe an matters. obligation to the American people to be candid about evidence of corruption by the president of the United States? This is uh, an area that I'm not going to get into with you, Senator. Well, does the FBI have 17 voice recordings laying out evidence of a bribery scheme? Senator, I'd add all, I would add also that uh, we've worked with the House Oversight Committee. Yeah, this is the Senate. The We're the other side of the Capitol. This is the Senate. Do you have those 17 recordings? I'm not going to comment on any investigative matters, Senator. See, that's the problem. The FBI, and I've had this conversation with Chris Ray too, this is why you are damaging the institution. The American people have a right to know whether there is serious, credible evidence that the president of the United States took a $5 million bribe. So just putting this in perspective, and this is why we started the show reading through Donald Trump's phone call with Zelensky. How many, how many people have gone through Donald Trump's phone call with you? How many people actually took the time to read the phone call instead of just materially misrepresent the call itself? They impeached Donald Trump for that call. They impeached Donald Trump for Joe Biden's crimes and for asking that Joe Biden's crimes be revealed to you. And now that Joe Biden's crimes are revealed to you, you can understand why they didn't want that call to be public. You can understand why they needed to impeach Donald Trump for it, because there was a protection mechanism, a phalanx around Joe Biden, around this super state that protected his crimes. And the FBI was the chief muscle in that racket. Ted Cruz now calling for Joe Biden to be impeached. Soon, in a moment here, we'll be joined by Lauren Boebert, who has introduced articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. Perhaps she's introduced them, I think, like moments ago. She'll come on and she'll tell us all about it. But Ted Cruz is a constitutional scholar. Ted Cruz worked at the Supreme Court, argued before the Supreme Court. Pretty smart lawyer. This guy knows what rises to the levels of high crimes. And, you know, the Constitution, pretty stubborn little document there, says bribery right at the very top as what constitutes a high crime for the president. Listen to Lion Ted. And what I mean by that is Lion Ted, like a lion. If this is true, number one, Joe Biden should be impeached and removed from office. The Constitution explicitly enumerates bribery. It says impeachment lies for treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. But number two, if this is true, Joe Biden should be prosecuted and go to jail. And I'll tell you, the corrupt corporate media doesn't want to cover this. They don't want to discuss it at all. Oh, OK. So why not? Yeah, I seem to recall that every. Every toothpick that Donald Trump chewed on during his impeachment trial was roundly paraded before the public, every scintilla of evidence. Never once rounding the corner on what we were really talking about here. A massive failure by the GOP, by the way. A massive failure by a weaker, more feline, a spineless, soy-filled Republican Party that could not and was incapable of defending Donald Trump. Enemies within and without. They could not defend Donald Trump asking for people to look into these now verified crimes that the Federal Department of Investigation Halves on tape. The dude wouldn't even answer. You got the tapes, the dude wouldn't even answer. The FD-1023, they had it the whole time. It was sitting there inside of the FBI. Donald Trump's on the phone. All the evidence was just sitting there right at his FBI. They didn't even come and tell the president that they served the rot, the filth, the cancer of this institution needs to be pulled up root and stem. And somebody is doing great work at that. A gardener, you might say, inside of Congress who is pulling up these weeds and doing a wonderful job is Congresswoman 
Lauren Bobert, who joins the show now. Lauren, thank you so much for being on the program. Uh, I hear that you have some news for us as it pertains to Joe Biden's impeachment. Um, yes, I do. So, um, Benny, I have filed articles of impeachment um, now in this Congress, just as I did in the last Congress. Um, but I did it in a, in a very special way this time. Um, I was sure to draft these so they could be brought up as a privileged resolution on the House floor at any time. Um, we know that Joe Biden is not capable of walking upstairs or standing on a stage without being sandbagged, let alone being president of the United States of America. And and I see what I, you did there, and I appreciate it. You like that, Vinny? That's for you. <laughs> so uh, um, I, I would love to see our committees um, actually do their job and bring up articles of impeachment in committee and have hearings and investigations with these so we could get more information out to the American people. But, Benny, the people have seen enough. And as a result of Trader Joe's dereliction of one of his most basic duties to defend the homeland and uphold the rule of law, we have a complete and total invasion taking place at our southern border. So I do believe that we're closer to getting articles of impeachment through the Judiciary Committee. Um, but we're very far away from getting those articles um, of impeachment for Joe Biden in the committee. So um, uh, this is my call on the committee. Either commit that you're going to do it or I will bring this privileged resolution to the floor and it must be addressed within 48 hours after I bring that up to the floor. Um, and this, these articles of impeachment are specifically for the invasion taking place at our southern border. We are still having investigations on the bribery that we are seeing with these FD 1023 documents. Um, we are uh, trying to get the audio tapes that are out there, the 17 audio tapes, two of which are alleged that it's um, that Joe Biden are, are, is recorded on these calls. Um, so we have more bank records that are coming in um, probably next week uh, and more subpoenas that are going out. Um, there, um, there are articles of impeachment filed by my colleague uh, from Tennessee, Andy Ogles, that are referencing this bribery, but I want more information when it comes to that. So these articles of impeachment are for the invasion um, at our southern border, more than 5.3 million illegal aliens that have been caught crossing our southern border. So this is directly from your website talking about the border crisis impeachment. Can you perhaps unpack the parliamentary procedure here a little bit more for us that this is not something that's going to get slogged down. This is something that can be fast tracked. Um, right. So, Benny, what we saw yesterday was a privileged motion um, in action with um, Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna, who is a rock star and absolutely owned the House floor yesterday. Uh, she had a privileged resolution to censure Adam Schiff, and she pulled that up uh two days prior and demanded that the House take action on this privileged motion. And so two days after she demanded action be taken, um, we, we read that um, those articles um, to censure Adam Schiff on the House floor, which was absolutely beautiful. Uh, Benny, if you ever clip a clerk re reading a document into the record, it needs to be that document. Uh, it was golden. It was music to our ears. Um, every member uh, that was present uh, in session yesterday was there on the House floor and had to hear how Adam Schiff put the American people through four years of an endless impeachment hoax that he knew from the beginning was a lie. And, uh, and he represents the worst of the swamp using his position of trust to lie to the American people. So we saw Ana Paulina Luna's uh, 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 resolution come to the floor and Democrats offered a motion to table it, which would kill it entirely. And unfortunately, Benny, we had 20 Republicans vote with Democrats to kill that censure, but no fear. Ana Paulina Luna has uh, introduced um, another censure resolution for Adam Schiff today, and um, I believe that she anticipates bringing that up next week. Wow. So I, uh, uh, again, like uh, her district is right next to where we broadcast, and she's a friend of the show, and she's 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 
becoming quite a rock star there in Congress, uh, following the Lauren Boebert uh, heel steps, uh, you might say. Lauren, what is the path forward for your committee with the subpoena of Devin Archer? I wanted to ask about that. This is Hunter Biden's uh, closest business partner, sort of the guy, sort of the guy who like shepherded Hunter Biden around. You could say the mastermind, arguably, because Hunter was too coked up uh, and was too drugged up uh, to get these deals done. Devin Archer seems to be the guy that was really like uh, manipulating and marionetting this stuff behind the scenes. Have you heard from his lawyer? Is he coming in today for a deposition? Um, there may be a deposition today. Um, I've not spoke with the, the with the chairman um, since yesterday, but um, you know this is actually this is absolutely someone that we need to bring in and get intel from. Um, he was uh, closest to Hunter Biden and has um, a lot of information. Um, but there may be a deposition going on today. I'm here with you, um, so <laughs> we'll I'll, I'll certainly look into that. Though um, this is information that the American people uh, need to receive. Um, he has insider details into Hunter Biden and the business dealings um, that were going on, the illegal bribery schemes that were going on, um, the positions uh, that that Hunter Biden was um, a put in of authority because of his father's title. Uh, so the, Devin Archer is someone uh, that we need to get as much information from as possible. You have been lied to directly by the FBI. Yes. So you've been lied to by omission. So the FBI, in, in the last time you were on the show, you came straight from the skiff and you said, I've just seen the 1023. I've just seen the form that alleges all, this bribery network with the Bidens. And we're learning a lot more, a lot more details about that form and how this Bursma executive felt coerced by the Bidens, the recordings and so forth. You couldn't break that news on our program because the FBI redacted. Yes. For you, for your eyes, the FBI correct. blacked out. Am I? Is this correct? Blacked yes. out that they had recordings or that correct. those recordings exist. We're not sure, correct. one way or the other. So that's some uh, of the most why? important information that was um, on that FD ten twenty three, and that was redacted. And uh, so none of us in that skiff knew um, what was being referenced in there. Um, you know, there's um, assumptions that it's dates and times and names that are being redacted, but not the fact that there are seventeen audio recordings um, that uh, that uh, that actually detail this bribery and uh, catch them red handed. Now another strategy that we have. Um, we are still subpoena. We, we have subpoenas for um, more bank records, and we think it's very possible to see these transactions, these five million dollar transactions, um, but between these foreign nationals, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, and that's something that we are very, very close to. And uh, I look forward to uh, seeing what these bank tra transactions reveal. But uh, yes, Benny, the FBI lied to Congress. They wouldn't even admit that they had these 1023s when this has been going on for years. And now we have them. We are demanding, I am demanding, that they be released to the American people because you have a right to read it um, just as much as I do. This is an unclassified document. The fact that it is um, that I'm required to go to a skiff and, and see a, an unclassified document that is redacted is absolutely absurd. This needs to be released so everyone can see what Joe Biden, who is currently housed at the White House in Washington, D.C., uh, is up to and has been up to. This is bribery and it is an impeachable offense. Oh, yes. Lauren, you're on fire today. Trader Joe's, sandbagged, housed, nursing home. Way to go. Where is that fire going to go as it pertains to your constitutional duties? You're Article 1. You. You are Article 1. The founders set it up so that you would be in charge of the FBI. Yes. The, the executive branch is Article 2. And they seem to have misunderstood that because the FBI, and we just played all these clips of Ted Cruz just going after him in the Senate. And these people are uh, flaunting and thumbing their nose. They're insulting Article 1, yes. right, of the Constitution. What's going to what's going to happen? Jim Jordan was on our program uh, a couple of days ago and said we're going to strip their funding. Can you give us yes. some, can you illuminate for us like how that would work and what actual punishment or consequences? You're a parent. The only way a child learns is a consequence and sometimes a harsh one. Uh, what is going to be the consequence for this? 
Well, as my friend Eli Crane, congressman from Arizona, says, uh, it seems that the only way uh, things get done in Washington, D.C. is by force. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we are going to have to have consequences for these out-of-control bureaucrats, these agencies that have gone rogue, that are woke and weaponized and working for the executive um, and not answering um, to to uh, Congress. Um, this is something that needs to be punished and, and hold them accountable. So what we did in the speaker's race uh, at the beginning of this Congress, was we reinstituted the Holman Rule. And the Holman Rule gives us the authority uh, to uh, deduct salaries from individual bureaucrats. Uh, so that is one way that we are going to defund um, some of this weaponized federal government. Um, another way is in the appropriations um, process when we, we go through all of our writers and policies and funding of these agencies and just start taking out departments um, that, that are woke, that are weaponized, that do not have uh, the American people's best interests at heart. Um, so there's a lot that we are working on there, and we're putting pressure on all of the appropriators who serve in those committees to make sure that they get it right. Um, I've seen some of it. it it's, it's looking good. We're not all the way there yet. There's a, a lot that we have to do to clean house um, in these departments. But for the FBI or any other federal agency that is funded, that their funds are appropriated by Congress, their, their departments are created by Congress, for them to not answer to us um, it is unconstitutional. It shows that they are much larger than they were ever intended to be, and they uh, think that they have more power uh, than they were ever supposed to have. And uh, right now they are working for Joe Biden um, and not the American people who pay their salaries. And this is why we are going to hold them accountable and say, no, there's going to be consequences when you don't, do not hold up the, um, the, the Constitution and work for the people. Yeah, there's a lot of people. There's a, lot, a lot of people go around Capitol Hill. But I support the con. A lot of Republicans, particularly, do this pantomime. I'm a constitutionalist. I support the Constitution. Well, if you were for the Constitution, you'd be against a presidential police force, which is what yes. the FBI has become, a yes. Gestapo for our executive, and that Gestapo for the executive, uh, utterly shredding the very documents that found this nation, which is that Lauren Boebert. And her Article One powers supersede Article Two. That's right. Congress is the most equal branch of all the equal branches uh, because it answers to the people. You're That's up for election exactly every right. two years, right? Like we have the yes. most direct access. Lauren, how can people support you and your work of actually like doing the work of the Constitution? Uh, yes. Uh, so, I, well, I need to stay here and I need people up here that are like me, that'll be in this fight with me. Um, in the beginning of the Congress, we saw that there were 20 um, members who held strong to make sure we got historic fundamental changes. Um, when we were lied to about this debt ceiling bill, there was uh, just a, a handful of us, a little more, um, that stood together and said, we are, are going to put a halt to all legislation, all of these mes messaging bills, until we can uh, renegotiate the power sharing agreement between members of Congress and leadership um, and and uh, have that equal um, equal voice in Congress. So I need to be back to be in this fight. I need more conservatives in Congress to be here. I need folks calling those who are currently serving and telling them to do their job. Um, if articles of impeachment come up for Joe Biden, uh, I, I don't want to hear excuses and and try to find a missing comma and say this is unconstitutional. We can't impeach him. This man has done so much to damage our country. I could have seven different articles of impeachment for things that he has done from Afghanistan to the border. Um, and and now we're seeing um, what, what looks like bribery with a $5 million payment from a foreign national while he was vice president. Uh, you know, there there is so much that is going on, or maybe even the classified documents that he obtained as a senator that were stored in his uh, in his garage next to his Corvette. Stolen. A home. A home. Obtained. Stolen. He stolen. stole them. Yes. There you go, Benny. And you know, um, that that's the house that Hunter Biden was paying tens of thousands of dollars in rent for each and every month. Whoopsie. Hmm. Uh, whoops. So there are so many reasons uh -oh, that we could impeach Joe Biden. Uh, and so I'm bringing up just one of those many reasons. Um, very soon, if the committees do not do their job and do it themselves, uh, you know, there's fear that there wouldn't be enough 
votes from Republicans to get articles of impeachment out of committee and to the floor. So I'm solving that problem for them with this privileged resolution and uh, will uh, eventually call these to the floor myself if it doesn't get done. God bless you, Lauren. Everyone go to Lauren Bober's Twitter. Here it is up on screen. Give this fighter a follow. 2.5 million followers. Come on. We got to get her to 3 million, baby. This is it. how we work. Everyone get in there and follow Lauren Bobert. She is so incredibly based. Thank you, Lauren. Thanks, Vinny. Bye. Such a remarkable congresswoman, uh, such a such a valuable voice for us. I do want you to go follow Lauren. I do want you to also have a look at another absolute flame-throwing mama bear at a across across the gap in Congress in the Senate. Marsha Blackburn. I cannot. I. I I cannot move on until I show you this clip of Martha, Marsha Blackburn doing what Lauren was just talking about because there was an FBI assistant director in the Senate who was dragged into the Senate yesterday. And man, the public beating uh, may be technically illegal. It's just changed form. It's just moved into these types of exchanges. And Marsha Blackburn, senator from Tennessee, went full on mama grizzly bear on this FBI assistant director, we can't move on from this subject without showing you this. Check it out. See in the let FBI. me ask you this. You said in your response to Senator Cruz that you and the FBI do your job to the best of your ability. So why don't you tell me what your job is? Is it to defend and shield Joe Biden or is your job to protect this country and the Constitution of the United States? Which is it? The job of the FBI is to protect the country keep people safe and uphold the constitution of our great country. So there. So why did you decide to conceal the information in that revelation to the House Oversight Committee? Why did you redact all of that re uh, pertaining to the phone calls? We have exceptional people within the in You're the not FBI, answering the, the question. Best. Why did you redact that information? And they work relentlessly every day to keep this you country safe and to, to protect You chose not to reveal people that the Period. calls were there, and Senator Grassley found it out anyway. Is that accurate? With regard to the you document— to You chose to redact it, yes or no? We often redact documents to protect so sources So you chose to redact the, the fact that there are 17 voice recordings, two of those with the now president. You chose to redact that and not to give that to House Oversight. I have no idea accurate? if there are voice recordings or not. What I will tell you with respect to the you document, no the document was redacted to protect the source, as everyone knows. Hey, Jack Wagon, the document was redacted to protect Joe Biden. You impeached Donald Trump while knowing full well that Donald Trump was asking for Ukraine to look into the firing of this prosecutor and the bribe money paid to Joe Biden. We've put put it back up, put put up the phone call one more time. It's so important to go back and actually read the words of the call. Seems like ancient history now because the news cycle is about 27 seconds is too long for a gnat. But this is important stuff. Donald Trump, read it for yourself. No shame in my game, baby. Read it for yourself. Donald Trump, yo, hey, uh, apparently there's some prosecutor who was fired because Joe Biden pressured him to get fired and Joe Biden was paid a crap ton of money for it. Jeez, that looks corrupt. Zelensky, maybe you should look into that. And the answer was, oh, yeah, and, and instead we'll start a war uh, so we can destroy all the evidence and I can become a dictator. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, somebody who wants to have a little more little more clarity into these topics, somebody who's a bit of a fighter and would join, we hope, will ask Marsha Blackburn in requesting oversight from the FBI in moments like this for asking the FBI, why, why exactly do you think that you can be a KGB level protection agency 
for the president of the United States. That's not supposed to happen in this country. Somebody who would like to take the spot of a very weak senator named Mitt Romney in the Senate, a man who's announced he will be running against Mitt Romney, Mayor Trent Staggs from Utah, candidate for the U.S. Senate against Mitt Romney, joins the program now. Mayor Staggs, thank you so much for being on the program. Mayor Staggs, that's a good name. That's it. Sounds like, sounds like a script name. Sounds like you, you, you're written into a, uh, a Yellowstone episode. Mayor Staggs, tell us, sir, why are you running against Mitt Romney? Yeah, thanks so much for having me on the show, Benny. Big fan. Um, Mayor Staggs, yeah, great name. I think Senator Staggs is even better. Um, and we hope to get there. I mean, really, I've... We, we had a, a launch video that we put together. It's, it's received millions of views. Um, I can't tell you just how overwhelming the response has been from Utahns, but people all across the country, um, they're just sick and tired. And as I said in that launch video, enough is enough. Um, I'm authentically Utahn. I'm actually from elementary school to graduate school. I've attended Utah schools, raised my family here. I've operated businesses here. I took a company public. I was on the board of directors of a company. We just got listed on NASDAQ last year. So I've got all kinds of Utah-based experience, business experience. And now for the last 10 years, serving my community, uh, mayor of this great community. We're a top 20 city by population in the state and have quite the coalition we've already built. Tons of mayors, elected officials that are endorsing the campaign. We picked up the Fraternal Order of Police. The largest uh, you know, law enforcement agency represents about 5,000 cops here in the state. They came out, they supported me. Um, and, and we're just hearing from so many people that Mitt Romney does not represent them. They need a, they need a bold conservative, uh, someone else like Mike Lee. That's what Utah deserves. Based. And that's a big reason why I've stepped up and uh, chosen uh, to run. And we, we need that in our state more than ever. We're huge fan. We're huge fans of Mike Lee. Um, it does seem like Mitt Romney is not on the correct side of history here. This Breitbart article has you saying he has no backbone because he's blaming Donald Trump for his own indictment. Can you uh, uh, expound? Can you illuminate for us, sir, what you meant there? And more importantly, on this issue, uh, where would you stand in the Senate? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, much more aligned with Mike Lee. Um, you know, he doesn't have a backbone. He, he's gone. You've seen him do this from Massachusetts to now coming into Utah. It just seems that whatever's most expedient for him, uh, he does. He, he came out five years ago and said in his commercial, if you elect me as your senator, I will put us on a pathway to a balanced budget. I'll end illegal immigration. I'll stop federal overreach and spending and I'll appoint conservative justices to the court. He hasn't done that at all. He's done just the opposite um, and people are fed up with it. The only thing he seems to get passionate about is uh, Donald Trump. He's got this, this personal beef and vendetta against Trump. And so he gets agitated and it's like, hey, Mitt, where was this level uh, of this, this righteous indignation? And where was this level of fight uh, with respect to the, the things you said you would fight about? with uh, the, the budget and spending and ending illegal immigration. You know, he's one of the few that supported Secretary Mayorkas from the Republican side. And, you know, of course, the radical Supreme Court justice that can't even define who a woman is. He's one of three Republican defectors to have gone there and supported uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson. So that's not that's not Utah. Um, we need somebody who is going to be conservative, who's demonstrated that I have in the 10 years I've been in elected office. I have demonstrated that I'm a fighter. We've actually cut, I have cut taxes in my city. We've cut spending. We've fought back on regulation. I've stood up to mask mandates, vaccine mandates, uh, all of that. So people know that. They know who I am here in Utah. They know they don't have to question whether or not I am going to be a uh, vociferous defender of conservative values. That's, that's who we need. Mayor, you just illuminated some of the betrayals of Mitt Romney in the Senate. You say he has no backbone, and those betrayals are big and they are glaring. However, there's one that really rings true for me. The reason I broadcast from Florida is because I was literally chased out of my neighborhood on Capitol Hill by BLM and Antifa mobs. They burned down my house. My house was burnt down in a horrible drug war because they defunded the police. And that happened in Washington, D.C. You'll, unfortunately, if and when you win, 
will have to go there. It's an awful place to live. Let me tell you. Uh, you will say, uh, bring me back to Utah as fast as possible, please. <laughs> Can I do this remote? Uh, sir, I got to tell you, personal on a personal level, Mitt Romney marching with BLM yeah. is, is I'm finished, right? I was finished. I'm sort of wishy-washy, and I know that you got to have, you know, this big party, big tent, right? I was sort of wishy-washy, and then I saw him march with this organization that was a, it is a domestic terrorist organization uh, and that, that threatened the lives of my family and ended up killing a lot of people, actually, in the streets. And uh, you lost me, man. You lost me. And he's never apologized for that. Will you debate him and ask him to apologize? You know, I'd love the opportunity to debate Mitt Romney. Um, you know, Benny, perhaps he can come on the show and uh, we can we can talk about that. Uh, he, you know, somewhere other than CNN where he's comfortable and just uh, can pontificate from that platform. Absolutely. He needs to be held accountable there. I think that's, you know, that marching with Black Lives Matter. I would I would completely agree. I think that they're they should be uh, categorized as a domestic terrorist group. Um, all that they have done uh, and, and you see the corruption at that organization. And, and it's it's unfortunate. It really is that he would have done that, tried to use his voice, use his platform to go and advocate for such an organization. And I think, uh, frankly, that's a big reason why I'm receiving so many endorsements from uh, law enforcement agencies and, and others. They uh, when I got that endorsement, it made national news that a group like that would have endorsed me over an incumbent senator. And I said I said there that that law enforcement deserves uh, a senator that is going to stand with them and not march against them. Yeah. That's exactly what they need. What a wonderful way. What a wonderful way to put that as we see images of this coward walking on screen with a, with a group that, with a group that adjacently committed domestic terrorism. And there is no, this is Donald Trump's DOJ classified Antifa as a domestic terrorist group. These people attacked the White House. They tried to murder the sitting president. People forget about that, the real insurrection that happened at the White House when hundreds of Secret Service were attacked by these people. These people went and tried to burn down the White House and succeeded in burning a couple of buildings at the White House property, then burned a church across the street from it, set it on fire, and Mitt Romney marched with them, endorsed them. It is, it's rep repulsive. And so we are very, very proud uh, that you are running against him. We're very, very glad. How can uh, people support you in your race? Uh, what can people do to help you out? Um, and more importantly, uh, how are you going to win this thing? Yeah. No, great. Uh, yeah, TrentStags.com, T-R-E-N-T-S-T-A-G-G-S, TrentStags.com. Uh, uh, you can go there. You can donate. Uh, we've received donations from, I think, 40 different states now, people that live in 40 different states. I mean, clearly there's national interest in this race. They want to get rid of uh, Mitt Romney. It will be a fight. Um, it's uh, somebody with that high name ID and incumbency and wealth. Uh, we need we need every uh, all the support that we can get. And so it's how we win is people going there, contributing. Uh, we've we've already are well on our way in building the coalition that I discussed. Uh, we have uh, thousands of people that have come to the website uh, that have requested to be volunteers. Um, I've already been traveling the state. We have about a year until our Republican primary, our, our state convention. And that's why we wanted to get out now. We have got to get out there to all 29 counties in the state of Utah and just make our presence known. And that's uh, we've got tons of volunteers doing that. And obviously, the more we have uh the, the more successful we're going to be. And we believe that we will be successful. Utahns have had enough. They want to have a senator that truly is a bold conservative and is going to represent uh, the values of this state and, uh, and advance conservatism. And, you know, your, your previous guest, I think was spot on. She, um, you know, representative Bobert indicated, I need more conservatives here. Mm. And, and I, I get asked that question. How can you make a difference? How, this, this will start to create a tipping point. Um, the more conservatives we can have that are going to that have a backbone that are going to stand up and push back. And so we need that. We need that help at TrentStacks.com. Uh, Mayor, thank you for coming on the show. Our incredible produ producer uh, and production team here has gotten your ad, uh, the one that went viral, queued up. 
So I'll say thank you for being on the program, and we're going to play your ad right now. Thank you. Right now, Washington is broken. And every time we compromise, it costs us trillions. We have more IRS agents than border agents. And while we're paying $4 a gallon for gas, they're sending our money unchecked to Ukraine. Now we're almost $32 trillion in debt. Enough is enough. A few years ago, Mitt Romney moved to Utah and told us what he'd fight for. Here's what I'll fight for, to finally end illegal immigration, to put us on a path to a balanced budget, to push back against federal overreach, and to confirm judges who follow the Constitution. But the only thing I've seen him fight for are the establishment, wokeness, open borders, impeaching President Trump, and putting us even deeper into debt. I'm Trent Staggs, mayor of Riverton. I didn't come from millions. As one of 10 children, I watched my parents pinch pennies on my dad's teacher's salary, and I've taken that same approach to government. As mayor, I've reduced spending and innovated to lower the cost of government. Then in 2020, when we were told to shut down businesses, schools, and churches, I said no. I've got a track record of fighting big government, and I believe we need that same approach in Washington. I'm not a career politician or a Massachusetts millionaire. I'm a mayor a businessman, husband, and father who wants his children to grow up with the same opportunities that I did. And I'm running for United States Senate to make sure that they do. No more. No more people who wish to rob you, who wish to steal from you, who wish to launder your good graces and your love of this country into personal wealth for them. We've said no more to Bud Light. We've said no more to Target. These are organizations. We said no more to Garth Brooks. We've been going hard on Garth Brooks, who called a bunch of Bud Light boycotters a-holes. These are people who have professionally tried to uh, fancy themselves and jockey themselves into being a conservative brand, a conservative beer, American beer, American country music star. They're frauds. Mitt Romney's a fraud. Can you believe that Mitt Romney was like nearly president, won a couple of states, it wasn't particularly that close when he ran against Barack Obama. It should have been with a different candidate. It would have been. I think Donald Trump probably would have beat Barack Obama in 2012. There's no doubt in my mind. And he wouldn't have uh, said binders full of women or whatever, like I'm going to kill Big Bird or whatever. Like, you know, they, they, again, these people, Barack Obama was infinitely beatable in 2012. And uh, we missed because we put weak men in charge, frauds, people who defraud you. And we're saying no more to these frauds. Trent Staggs, ladies and gentlemen, nice little ad. Donald Trump raises $7 million for 2024 campaign since federal indictment. Boom, shakalaka, ladies and gentlemen. So Donald Trump has raised a lot of money. The federal indictment, of course, as we talked about, Donald Trump. Keeping his uh, keeping his love letters uh, to uh, to himself is a scintilla of what all of the predecessors have done. Do you know that they pulled up a shredding machine to Dick Cheney's house in order to shred all of his classified documents that he stole? Joe Biden's got that classified documents up the yin yang, and that is a reference to the amount of uh, Chinese janitors that have gone through Joe Biden's. A little classified water closet in his Biden center. Could you imagine sending your kid to go learn from Joe Biden? To learn anything from Joe Biden? Also, watch your hair, kids. The sniffers around the corner. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, no. The answer is no. We can say no. We can say dual form of justice. And this is a political persecution, which it is. Because Joe Biden and Merrick Garland had to sign off on it. Merrick Garland is a rat who works for Joe Biden, who is a like betrayed ex-girlfriend, postmenopausal woman who is bitter that Donald Trump cost him his luscious Supreme Court seat that he had been working so hard to get his entire life. In one of the greatest justices ever, because, well. Merrick Garland, of course, is proving to us that he, what kind of a Supreme Court justice he would have been. A vicious, vicious, venal individual. Watch. 
As you know, I can't talk about the particular particulars of this or any other ongoing criminal matter. As I said when I pointed uh, Mr. Smith, I did so because it underscores the Justice Department's commitment to both independence and accountability. Mr. Smith is a veteran career prosecutor. He has assembled a group of experienced and talented prosecutors and agents who share his commitment to integrity and the rule of law. And his commitment to integrity and the rule of law. Hey, question for you. Where's Joe Biden's document probe? What, what about the hidden documents inside of the FBI that conservatives and the GOP had to pry out of your cold, dead fingers? What about what? What about Hillary Clinton deleting 33,000 emails that were under subpoena, smashing her devices with a hammer? How about that justice? How about the justice looking into uh, the clients of Jeffrey Epstein? How about that? No, this guy's scum. These people, they're frauds, they're liars. And more importantly, the way a special counsel works is Merrick Garland needs to sign off on the indictment. Merrick Garland's the one with Joe at Joe Biden's orders is arresting Trump. Joe Biden has ordered the arrest of his political opponent. And Merrick Garland is the little hatchet man that goes in to do it. The little Keebler elf. This guy's a maniac. He's a lunatic. And th it's ugly. It's ugly what they're doing. And a turnabout will be fair play. Turnabout will be fair play. We'll have justice in this life or the next, and it gives us great confidence as we walk forward. We always, always bring you a verse of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, the verse of the day today, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. Take refuge in the Lord. That's our parting shot here. It'll be a lot easier. Your life will be a lot easier. You won't have to worry. You can watch this show, and no matter how dark or crazy the news is, you can be like, you know what? I got something going on here. I have taken refuge in the Lord, and so I don't, I don't need to worry. The Prince of Peace, the God of Peace, rest is a rest. Having rest, having a peaceful soul, is a is a blessing. It's it's oft cited as a blessing in the scriptures. So let that be you, and we'll join you here on The Benny Show. It's your boy, Benny. Like, share, and subscribe. See ya.